0: Liam Hartner, and I'm Jacob Anderson, and today um, we're going to be talking about some more football. Um, there are going to be two podcast episodes coming coming out around the same time, so make sure to go check out our other one, um, and today we just got a few uh, NFL topics to talk about. Well, so let's go ahead um, and move right in and start off with Jacob. Um, so yes, we
1: have some big news about the Kansas City Chiefs. We have seen they have won the Super Bowl. What else could Patrick Mahomes do to this NFL season? Um, NFL world. But have you guys heard of the big news of the $500 million con, It's like a million dollars, $500 million for Patrick Mahomes for 10 years. 10 years. Now that's, now I don't think I agree. Like, that. I feel like they're going to regret that in the future because. Okay, 10 years, his first 10 years. A lot can happen in 10 years. The team can change their name. The team could lose a lot of good players like Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. Uh, You have to pay all these other players like Travis Kelsey and all these other players that are really good. Like Patrick Mahomes, they've already wasted like so much money on him. Ten years, they got to pay all these other players. Like a lot can happen in ten years. Patrick Mahomes can get hurt, and this year, like he can get hurt any time, and that be the end of his career.
0: Yeah, I agree, Jacob. A quarterback, a quarterback especially, um, is not the best way to spend to spend that kind of money. Um, a quarterback, like you said, can get hurt and go out for the rest of the season, whereas. Um, Uh, Travis Kelsey, like you said, um, a lot of those big ticket players that aren't in the quarterback position could come back from an injury um, and could possibly play some more of that season. So I see what you're saying. Reliability is key when you're spending that much money um, on a uh, ten-year contract.
1: Now, listen. So Lamar can't. Lamar Jackson on the Baltimore Ravens cannot cannot sign. I cannot sign him any more big deals until two more years? I think it's two years because so he has his four rookie year contract. So now he has to wait. But I would say the Ravens might spend a lot more money on Lamar, like six hundred million, mm-hmm. because that would be a lot, and there would be a mistake. It would probably be a mistake. But the Ravens, the Ravens have one huge weapon. The Chiefs have five or six big weapons so the Chiefs have to split the money equally the Ravens they have like like three or two good big weapons like Lamar's is going to get all the money basically but they will pay Marquise Brown a lot and then they have to Mark Andrews to pay now that shouldn't be that hard but with Kansas City they will want to leave if they don't get the money that they want them to pay
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, and there are some more things about the Ravens I'd like to uh, to um, catch on as well. So it tra- with training camp fast approaching, um, we have we have a lot of um, players uh, in the quarterback position, especially that that are going to to be stepping up here. Lamar Jackson has been working on his throwing, has been working on a lot of this uh, on, on a lot of things he needed to work on that we mentioned in the last episode. Um, And if he does, and he continues to do that, um, and and he continues to help his team, uh, then that that's gonna play a big role. Um, But he does not have enough quarterback statistics for me to be a good quarterback. RG three, we've got um the the um third string quarterback in the Ravens. I forgot his name. Um, We've got a lot of those players. Um, coming in in the quarterback position that have quarterback statistics. RG3, good, very good thrower, not good on the move. Um, same with our um, other guy. Um, I just keep forgetting his name. Um, and Lamar Jackson, which, with this shortened training camp and with this shortened season, Lamar Jackson's leadership is going to play a big role. He will teach the new guys in the offense how to play well and how to do well. In certain situations. So, if, if if some of these new guys are struggling, Lamar Jackson's leadership is going to play a big role. Cam Newton got signed to the Patriots. Um, he's going to be the first Patriots player to wear number one since 1987. That's a good fact. But I think Cam Newton's a really good, um, really good um, player to go into New England. He's a good quarterback, um, but he's good on the move. And that's not something they had with... Um, uh, uh, Tom Brady. And they're going to have to try and fit that into their playing style as well.
1: Now, I got two sneak-up teams that I think could make the playoffs this year. They're two sneak-up teams that have just made some some good moves during this offseason. My first move that I think, my first playoff one, the, first, the number one Players that I think will be a sneak up team is the Arizona Cardinals. They just got DeAndre Hopkins. This guy never dropped a ball
0: in in one season. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. They're they're a sneak up team. Now they have
1: Larry they have Larry Fitzgerald and Kyler Murray. Yeah. possible of a ten year quarterback. Yeah. This 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 these two. You have a cool a young quarterback and two big wide receivers.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's, that's a big watch weapon. There's some big weapons. Watch out, Seattle. <laughs> yeah. I think I think a lot of these teams are in trouble now. Um and then for for some more NFL news, um, we got Mark Ingram. He's he came out um, and he, he's been saying that he just want he wants to play some football. But it's got to be some safe. Uh, he's got. It's got to be safe. So uh, he said, "I'm basically just listening to the updates from from the team, um, from the players' association, from the league, and I want to play ball. But I think it needs to be in a safe, effective, and efficient way." Um, he, I, a lot of these players are being smart um, and coming out with and saying what they want to happen um, and what what they feel needs to happen. Uh, so it can happen. Uh, he also said, I know there's standards and protocols and guidelines and uh, all that to make sure everyone's health and sa- healthy and safe, and we're doing everything to make sure nobody's at risk. I'm hopeful that we'll be playing.
1: Yeah. Um, My second team, sorry for interrupting you, but my second yes. team is going to be another sneak up team. Now that this third seed, I mean this third spot for, e- for each division that, that leads to, like, that leads to, like, actually, one more for the NFC. I'm going to do A- two AFC and two NFC. The Dallas Cowboys have always struggled to make it to the playoffs because of the Philadelphia Eagles. This is their chance. They get, like, an 8-8 eight and eight record, and they go to the playoffs. Like, as long as nothing else stands in their way, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or anything like that, but I don't think you can... Question it or anything, but uh, yeah. And then for the AFC, I have two more teams, which are actually in the same division, with Ooh. and it involves the third. It involves the third, uh, the third spot. So it's in the AFC North with the Ravens and the Steelers and the Browns and the Bengals. The Browns and the Steelers. The Steelers are pro now with this new spot, and they get and they are getting their uh, Raffisberger back. Now they can now now they have a more questionable team about getting like to that playoffs spot, and the Cleveland Browns could take that third spot because I feel like they could they're going to be like the next up team if they they got a six and ten record this year. Now if they can get like a if they can get an easy like. Yeah, let me think here. Seven and nine record. I could see that happening. Cause that's like, is that does that equal up to sixteen? Seven and nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, seven and nine. They can. They could slip in the playoffs. They will be pretty close <laughs> with the Colts or like the Jaguars, but, but. Or the, the Jaguars in the AFC. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. Or the Colts in the NFC. I'm pretty sure in the AFC. Um, I, I just woke up, guys. I forgot, I forgot a lot.
0: They're AFC. They are. They're yeah, AFC South.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So Dak Prescott. The, speaking of the Cowboys, um, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are working out. Um. A long-term contract ahead of the 2020 uh, season. Um, they're one week away from the deadline to sign um, an extension um, and Dallas Cowboys uh, ha- has an offer. Uh, they, have, they have an offer on the picnic table for everybody. They have, a, they have an offer there. They have an offer um, presented to Dak and um, but but um it, he's not really uh been been doing much for the team the past couple years they've been doing okay uh, we'll have to see how well he does with CD Lamb this year but if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't play well this year they're gonna have to try and find a different quarterback but they're gonna have to think hard and well on this new contract to see if they want to extend them a couple years
1: yeah I kind of agree with you Dak has to step up his game if he's gonna be a playoff contender like. They do like decent every year, but like, like at the end, the Eagles just ruin their parade. Like, they they can beat teams. They they they, they could be a, a, an easy. They could could be an easy ten and six team. I could see that happening. But like, yeah, that could like they could be like an eleven and five or a ten and sixteen. They could be to step up their game a little.
0: Yeah, last year he had Dak had a really good season. He had his career high. He had, yeah, he has his, he had his career high four thousand nine hundred and two yards passing. Uh, was second in the NFL and all time franchise chronicle. He did really well. Thirty touchdowns were also was also his career best, um, and was actually really really good. Um, and a very good advantage to him last season. But as, as the season came to an end, the Eagles kind of, as Jacob said, uh, reigned on their parade. Um, we have Raheem Moser. He is re- running back. Uh, he's requesting a trade from the 49ers. Now, um, the 49ers, they were in the Super Bowl last year. And they're hoping to get back there this year. But uh, we need to see an improvement. They, they they did not play their best in that Super Bowl and yes they made it. Making it to the Super Bowl is only half of the deal. Playing well in the Super Bowl and um, having playing against teams that are gonna challenge you is the other part. When you are when you're having when you're having an easy schedule and then you make it to the Super Bowl, that is not as impressive as having a really tough schedule and just barely making it into the Super Bowl and playing as hard as you can and losing. These guys have a pretty Easy schedule last year, but they and they made it. Um, but they did not win and they did not play their best, uh, in that Super Bowl. So I can see where, um, where Mozart is coming in, uh, where he's coming from, uh, in the trade request. Now you're telling me that
1: CJ Mostert, Mo-
0: uh, Raheem Mozart.
1: Oh, uh, I was thinking of uh, uh, his name,
0: CJ Mosley. No, oh,
1: no. So who is who is the running back? Isn't that the running back for the 49ers? Yeah,
0: he's um. Most hurt. Moster. Raheem Mostert. Yeah,
1: that guy is a beast. Did you
0: see what he did against the Ravens? That was a really tight game. That guy
1: was in yeah. fire, like, the whole game. Like, they better not get rid of him. Or the 49ers could could be battling with the Seattle. Like, Seattle was just making wild cards. They, Seattle could make the division... And t- but if they lose most, if they lose moster then they could they could be neck to neck.
0: Yeah. The so, uh, we're gonna move um, and we can come back to um statistics and stuff like that later in the show. Um, but um, here on thoughts and different things, we like to speak about the coronavirus. Ravens are reducing the seating capacity for 2020 to less than 14,000 people. So we're going to head into coronavirus news for the NFL. Coronavirus and the NFL on thoughts and different things. Um, Where the Ravens are reducing the capacity. And I think that the Ravens are, are doing a perfect thing here. Um, and they they are going to lower ticket prices. They're going to um lower prices for everything. But this is gonna be if they lower the, the capacity, this could be a, a time where they could get um get get a lot of money out of people if they really want to go to these games.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Liam. I saw that video yesterday on uh on the Baltimore Ravens because they make like a video every day on like, the news on what's going on. Marquise Brown's doing a lot of workouts and stuff. I've, I've seen he's being like ready for the season. Nothing heard from an, the Antonio Brown deal. Um, clearly we don't. I, I, in my opinion, I don't want Antonio Brown on the Baltimore Ravens. He'll just cause trouble the whole time. You've seen, uh, Roethlisberger. You've seen. With the, with the Patriots. You've seen with the Raiders. He says he has another chance. I don't believe he will, he will be... His behavior will be improved. He will... I don't think he should come back to the NFL anytime soon or never again.
0: Yeah. And also, um.
1: he's he's like 34, so he's getting old. So He'd only have him for like two years.
0: Antonio Brown, I like to call him Antonio Clown. That's what uh, me and Blake uh, have made up. He's He is just a clown. Like I said, he's an idiot. He doesn't think before he does things, and he just goes out and does them. I don't think the Ravens... Um, Especially um, in in our home state, we wouldn't we wouldn't want to take him. No team would want to take Antonio Brown except for the Steelers because they've had him before. Nobody's gonna want to take him um, into their team because they don't want the stress now, of um, the the possible things that he could do um, pushed onto them. Now I wouldn't
1: want. I think like if they put Antonio Brown back on the Steelers. One, I don't think he wants to go back to the Steelers because he's mad at the quarterback, Roethlisberger, but second of all, they have James Washington and Juju Houston. But one, mm-hmm. Juju uh, I can't even say it. Juju would be so mad if Antonio Brown took his place. When you got James Washington, he'd be pretty mad too. So if you put, that would be an improvement. Juju could possibly be leaving in James too, so like Games for Antonio. Antonio would probably be better, but hard
0: to handle. But don't try to juju. He could mess with that guy. He's a top receiver. Alright, here's another here's another coronavirus news here. Um Bill's wide receiver. A lot of these players in the NFL are cautious about starting up. We got Mark Ingram saying he wants to play ball, but it wants to be safe. Um Raheem, he's uh He's just coming for a trade. But now we've got Bills wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. He's not comfortable with starting back up. Um and the links to all these articles that I'm uh getting the, this stuff from will be Wait, in the, the description. That,
1: you're telling me that Stefan Diggs from the Minnesota Vikings.
0: No, from the Bills.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, but the trade, the trade. From the from the, Vikings, yeah. from the Minnesota Vikings. They're gonna put him as a
0: backup. No, he he's just saying he's not going to be. Um, he's not com- he's not comfortable with um, with uh, the with the league starting back up. So he's saying so he said I miss football. Uh, I love football with all of me, but there's so many unanswered questions with this upcoming season. I'd be lying if I said I was comfortable starting back up, and I can agree with some of that. If you it. Especially with all the coronavirus, we miss doing a lot of the normal stuff we could do. Going, just being able to wake up in the morning and say, "Hey, do you want to see if so and so can come over?" That is what we're missing. Um, and for a lot of football players, they miss waking up in the morning, going to training camp, or going uh, to practice to get ready for the game. So they're they're having the same problem. But then again, whenever we whenever we um, think that, we think back to the coronavirus. Ooh, who could get who could get sick and who could get infected and then we and then we start to to see all the possibilities and think uh, should we we it, it, there's a possibility to get everyone sick so probably not so that that's that's just my outlook on things how are you seeing it Jacob?
1: Um, so coronavirus I see people are saying that because the people the players won't get, be getting paid these he, these people who come to the games that's money right there with the tickets, the food, the food is a more yeah. important part of this situation. They they could cancel the season for this year because these players won't won't be getting paid, and they get mad when they're not paid. So, um, yeah, they might end up canceling the season. They've already canceled two preseason games, the first and the fourth. So, um, I'm I'm mad about that. Technically, I I know it's preseason, but still. I'll I Yeah, but if they cancel any, if they cancel any of the any of the regular weekly games, like the, the regular season, I'm gonna be really mad. Preseason doesn't matter. It's just for the fun to the watch and who's gonna start and stuff. But uh, if they any weekly games, that messes up the whole entire thing. Cause that one game could matter. Cause you play 16 games. And, and then all of a sudden we are playing 14 games. They canceled two of the games. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, come on, football. Cancel the season or have the season. Like, figure it out.
0: Yeah, What? so what I'm thinking about all that, um, and I was actually thinking about this this morning, they have... They, they've been... Everybody in the U.S., every state, um, I should say, has been testing. And... P- the the cases as were starting to plateau, uh, as, as well as the infection rate. And then as soon as we started testing more people, it started to go back up, obviously, because more people were getting tested and more people had the virus. And that doesn't mean that we should go all go into a panic attack. Because even if we didn't test those people, they would have had the virus. So it's still at the same rate, the infection rate is still at the same kind of rate um, that it was. But right now, we need to look at not how many people have the virus, but how many people uh, are getting infected per per day or per uh, I don't know time period. Um, and I think Stefan Diggs is bringing up some good points because I know as a football player, if you if you want to play football so bad, and then you go out and you're you get in a season and then you get sick and you can't for the rest of the season then you want to feel and then you would feel like you wasted yourself and you wasted yourself during that season so you can so then you can uh and then you just play a couple games and then you're out. Stefan Diggs also said he's I've been training my butt off just trying to stay ready and prepared. Um but then he comes but then then he says um like I said before uh uh he says I miss football. And he says, I love football with all of me, but there's so many unanswered questions with this upcoming season. So he, he's he's he been training. He's been getting ready for it. Um, but then again, he doesn't know if there's going to be a season or not. So it's hard to, to gauge how much you should be training, how much you should be um, working out. But you should always uh, try and stay fit in the offseason of any sport. Um, and I think all the NFL players are doing a good job of that. But there are no guarantees, so you shouldn't train like it's going to be a regular season. You should just train like it's going to be off season for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, so now we get into the weekly games of the season that we like the best. I'm, looking, I'm scrolling down, scrolling down. I'm just looking at all these games. Then week one against the Browns, like that's going to be a decent game. But I don't it's one o'clock, like. The Browns could are probably gonna you know how it goes with the Ravens and the Browns. Then you got the Texans. Yeah. The Texans at 425. That could be a a nice one. Like the Ravens will Mm -hmm. probably crush them. But I like these night games. The Ravens, the Ravens versus Rams, good example. They crushed them. The Jets versus Ravens, they crushed them. The Patriots, they 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 beat them by 14 points. They technically crushed them. Not really, but they but they win all these night games and it's like a blowout and that and that's what I like about these night games. Kansas City at 8:15. You've seen basically every time they've played, they've had a blowout on the night, except yeah. for Tennessee. But look, these night games, Kansas City and Ravens, that'd be a good matchup. Then you got the Bengals and the Ravens. I don't care about that. The Redskins, no. The Eagles, that would be a really tight matchup. Then you got mm-hmm. the Steelers. Like, I'll watch that. I'm, I'm going to watch all of them, but this one this one is probably – it's just going to be – it's a rivalry Steelers versus Ravens game. It's a close one. Then you got – this is an interesting one. The Colts versus the Ravens. The Colts have a fast defense. They can be able to stop Lamar. Mm-hmm. Their defense will be able to stop Lamar. Now, that's going to be a tricky one. It's going to be like a receiver – Mark Ingram kind of deal. In my pick. Mm-hmm. Lamar will be able to run, but this defense will be able to slow him down if they can neutralize him. Then you got the Ravens and the Patriots again. 8:20. It's a night game. I like that one. Tennessee revenge game. One o'clock. I'm definitely watching that one. I'm watching all of them, but this one is gonna be fun to watch. And you got Steelers at 8:20. I like these night games. It's a it's a rivalry. It's it's a uh, it's uh, Thanksgiving here. Um, it's gonna be a nice game. You got the cap. You got back-to-back night games. You have you have you have 8:20 versus Steelers. What I just told you on Thanksgiving. Then you got the Cowboys at 8:20. Then you got the then you got the Browns at 8:15. I like these night games here. Um, then you got one o'clock Jags. Uh, uh, Giants at one. And then finish it off with the Bengals at one.
0: I'm excited, I know, for the Ravens and Cowboys game, but we'll have to see how the season pans out. The first, the first game uh, for the Ravens is not going to be canceled, but it's a different story for the Cowboys. Steelers and Cowboys NFL preseason, the first game of the Cowboys season is canceled. Um, but it looks like all the other games are intact. Um, for the Cowboys, I'm super excited to see the Cowboys and Ravens game. Um, that's a night game. And these night games are going to be super exciting to see, um, and hopefully I can get to go to a few Wait, of them. Um, but is there, is in there the any future.
1: weekly uh, games
0: canceled? Um, not yet. No weekly uh, non-preseason games so, are canceled. Right now? Yeah. So right here, so there, there's been, there's been some uh, debacle here in the in the Eagles. So they're 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 getting all uh, messed up. Uh, they're disappointed in Deshaun Jackson over anti anti-Semitic posts. So anti-Semitic, if you don't know what the definition of that is, it's it's hostile to or prejudiced against Jews. So that's that's being um uh, that's against Jewish people. So, what they, so, so they, they're, the Philadelphia Eagles, they, they spoke to the Sean Jackson about offensive, harmful, and absolutely uphe- appalling statements, uh, the receiver made on Instagram. So he, um, I'm not sure exactly what he said. Oh, here we go. He said, um, I'm, I don't know exactly what he said, um. Oh, he said, okay, posted an image of a quote falsely attributed to Adolf Hitler, saying in part, uh, Jews will uh, blackmail America, will extort America, their plan for, the, for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. So that's, I don't, I don't know that he, he meant anything by it, um, but it, it's definitely not good if you're a celebrity to post that kind of stuff online. Maybe you can send it to a few friends or something, and then try and keep it on the down low. But come on, man, posting that kind of stuff on social media is not what you need to be doing. When you, if you're gonna post something on social media, check it out, look it up online, make sure the quote is is um, fully, um, fully um, appropriate and um, not going to harm anybody or make anybody mad, because it'll just mess up your whole season. Um, It'll just it'll just mess up your entire season. Yeah. Um.
1: I want to say with the Black Lives Matter thing. Um. If you heard me there. I just, um. So. Yeah. Um. With the Black Lives Matter thing. Whatever. Um. We there's gonna be a lot of people kneeling to the national anthem because they do it basically every game. I think I think it's every game before the game. It's gonna be mm-hmm. different this year. I just hope everything comes together and we. And
0: we uh the solution uh, ends out fine. Yeah, I I I don't usually get involved in this political type stuff and I've just, I just got it's just got me thinking this the the whole Black Lives Matter thing is not something to to be to be messing around with. And and these people are going out and fighting for what they believe in, which I, I definitely agree with. But it's not peaceful. Yes, trying, yes, killing a, a black man um, is wrong. But going out, burning buildings down, blowing up police stations, ransacking buildings, and um, burning down police cars okay. is is also wrong. So you're you're on both sides of the story. You're uh, the people who are protesting are doing something wrong, and the the people they're protesting. Or the people that they're protesting against have done something wrong. So which one is worse is what is what we're really trying to figure out. But we're not going to get too deep into the political side of things because that's not what we're trying to do here. We're just. It is. It is.
1: It is. Because with the NFL, the Ravens actually made a video on it. You don't. Have, you guys can go watch. Go to Baltimore Ravens. Check out their YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. Like it's. They. They. All the news. They're the Baltimore Ravens. Highlight Reels, i watch watched basically 100 of them. I, I love the Baltimore Ravens. And, and second favorite team, Seattle Seahawks. True fact about me, I, I like the Seattle Seahawks. Even though they're in a sticky situation right now, I hope they do. They're like my second favorite team. I don't have a third. I just have a, an NFC and an AFC. But the second favorite team, Seattle. And the Ravens, it just, I mean, it's just not the Ravens, but the NFL, it kind of involves Black Lives Matter. thing, Because there'll be a lot of people kneeling, and you know, like
0: because a lot of people have been seeing this, so yeah. All right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna have to wrap it up here. I'm Liam Hartner. I'm Jake Anderson. Make sure to go subscribe to both of our YouTube channels, Liam Hartner 4H and uh, Pro Trappers. Links will be in the description of this podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and make sure to go check out the second podcast episode that's coming out soon.